0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode seventeen of the Bitchin Brew podcast. I, as ever, am your host, Danny Randon, and I welcome you uh, to another podcast where we'll be capturing conversations about music and miscellany over a hot beverage and some biscuits. Now, this is a a very uh, very close to my heart. This episode, this one, because uh, it involves a record label that. Uh, Really feels like an extended member of the Bitchin' Brew family. It's Failure by Design Records. I know I've mentioned their name a lot on this podcast, but they've been really supportive of Bitchin' Brew pretty much since day one. We had uh, Connor Laws, who is a co-founder of the label. He was a guest on Bitchin' Brew pretty, pretty early on. I think it was like episode number five um, and, um, we basically just got on really well, and, uh, ever since then, I've been hugely supportive of, uh, everything that the label's done, I've loved all the bands that they've been putting out, we've had, uh, bands signed to the label, uh, on the show in the past, uh, more on that in a bit, but I guess... I feel real close to Failure by Design because they've, they've been around for a bit longer than Bitchin' Brew, a couple of years longer, but I feel like we're kind of rising up through through our sort of respective ranks together. I mean, they're obviously like way, way, way ahead of, of Bitchin' Brew at this point, but it's nice to see them sort of uh, starting to break the mould uh, when it comes to the uh, UK alternative scene and uh, seeing their name alongside some of the... You know, most buzzed about record labels in the UK. Not that they aren't uh, buzzed about themselves, they are definitely buzzed about. And uh, I'm just digging myself a bit of a pit here, aren't I? But I think the bottom line is I've got a lot of love for what Connor um, and and what Ben, Ben Pollard, who is the uh, other co founder of the label, I've got a lot of love for what they do. And so uh, I was absolutely delighted that they invited me up to their fourth birthday showcase back in January um, up in London. It's at the uh, Shacklewell Arms. In uh, Trenty Dalston in London uh, They put a bunch of their bands on I got quite drunk um, But b- before that We recorded a-, a round table podcast With members from uh, Five of the bands that are signed to Failure by Design And those bands are Weatherstate I told you I'd eat you Heavy Hearts, Guillotine and Um It got a, as you'll, as you'll hear in a bit It got a little bit chaotic it, You know we kept a- adding Guests into the equation It was originally meant to be with just three bands, and then all of a sudden we are doing it with four bands and five bands. I think we eventually had to go, right, no, no more bands in this podcast. But it was really cool to sort of sit down uh, with the five guys that I recorded this with, and uh, we had a lot of fun. We had a great chat about loads of random shit, also about being part of the FBD roster and being part of the UK scene in general, uh, and on on a global scale as well. Um, It's a little bit sad. I actually had to cut the last... 15 minutes of the recording. We recorded it in the bar area of the Shacklewell Arms and uh, I think we recorded it perhaps just a bit too close to doors and it just got a bit too noisy so you can't hear what anyone's saying which is is, is really sad because uh, that's the bit where we actually started talking uh, more on point about what the bands have actually been up to. So I'm going to give you a comprehensive uh breakdown before we get stuck in of uh what all the bands have been up to over the last couple of years basically just do like a shit ton of promo for what they've got going on this year uh so let's start with weather state now from weather state I had uh, had Callan Millward return to Bitchin' Brew only one episode on from his original appearance uh, in episode 16 on the WWE special. Um, he is uh, the guitarist of Weatherstate who uh, a couple of years ago put up the Dumbstruck EP. It's their second EP. Uh, it was one of my favourites from 2016. If you are a fan of uh, Dookie and Nimrod era Green Day uh, and uh, Pinkerton era Weezer and just loads of riffs... Uh, then Weather State are going to be your new favorite band and then they followed that up uh with a single last year which they put out called sympathy and it's in my opinion the best song they've ever done just a ridiculously catchy chorus uh we played it you may remember on the last episode uh, as i mentioned callan uh, appearing on it uh they did loads of touring around the uk and europe last year and they are currently working on some pretty huge things for the rest of 2018 as i have been reliably informed um Next up, we have I Told You i Eat You and another returning guest of Bitch and Brew, Joey Ashworth, uh, who sings uh, vocals in I Told You i Eat You. Again, they're in a sort of similar situation to Weather State, where they put out a really brilliant EP. It was called I Am Not Your Fault. Again, their second EP uh, in 2016. I've, I've always struggled to find... Uh, Comparisons uh, to I Told You I'd Eat You Because they are so fucking unique Um, But I would say If you like that new Tiny Moving Parts record Then I think you would absolutely love I Told You I'd Eat You It's really uh, meticulous um, slightly mathy, emo, alternative rock, but it's got a real, uh, sort of youthful energy to it. And it's, uh, loads of personality and they're doing, uh, they're doing loads of shows as well. I should mention, uh, last year they put out, uh, two singles, um, they're called Divine Violence and Mourn. There are brilliant videos, uh, on, uh, for both of those online and, uh, the latter of those two singles, Mourn, we're going to play, uh, a little bit later on in the podcast. Um, onto the the shows that they're doing over the next couple of months uh, they've got washed out festival um, in Brighton They're going to be doing the first night of that on the Friday uh, Not sure on the venue yet But go down to Washed Out Festival anyway It'll be a great weekend in Brighton So they're doing that on April 13th uh, If you're down in the South West They're doing a show at the Exit Cavern On April 28th And uh, before both of those shows This is this is truly ridiculous I I struggled to believe that it was actually a thing Because they can be a bit They can be a bit cheeky And, uh, and uh, have a bit of a banter on the internet sometimes The people in I told you I'd eat you, but this is actually serious, it's actually happening. I'm very, very, very excited for them. They're going to be opening for none other than Daphne and Celeste in London. That's right. U-G-L-Y, the very same, Daphne and Celeste at the Boston Music Room on March 27th. Uh, it's always a great experience, you know, I told you, i you so full of energy. Um, and as I was, uh, before we started recording, I was chatting to Joey about the plans that the band have for the next few months, and I can't say anything now, but... Oh, boy, you are in for a treat. Right, next up, we've got Heavy Hearts uh, from Canada, um, which is why I was a bit of a blunder earlier. I know I said uh, the failure by design involvement in the UK punk scene, but they do some brilliant stuff with bands over the other side of the Atlantic as well. And uh, Heavy Hearts travelled over for their first ever UK and European tour at the start of 2018. So they played the showcase, they played a, a bunch of shows around the continent as well. I was so happy uh, to be able to see them, uh, especially after the release of their EP On A Chain uh, last year. Um, it's post-hardcore, it's full of energy, it's got massive choruses. You may remember, uh, again, on the last episode, we played the opening uh, track from On A Chain, which is called No Heaven, uh, so go back and listen to that. And I really hope they return to the UK soon, because they went down an absolute storm, and I really think they've got big things ahead of them, and of course, if you're listening uh, on the other side of the Atlantic, then make sure you head out to a show, I don't know if they've got anything in the pipeline at the moment, but I'm sure they'll be heading out on tour um, in Canada, and uh, hopefully in the United States as well, so Heavy Hearts, and we had, uh should mention, we had Justin Glatt there, uh, frontman and guitarist, appearing on this podcast, and I was uh, really happy to get to meet Justin for the first time, and uh, he uh, he's just the nicest dude um, Speaking of nice dudes uh, We had another returning guest to bitch and Brew uh, You may remember from the Albums of 2017 special We had Dan Fisher The guitarist of the um, absolutely Insatiable band Guillotine Now Guillotine have been uh, causing a real stir uh, since they, uh, well, pretty much since their genesis. They um, were very cryptic with a a social media campaign, a a physical campaign as well, loads of flies appearing everywhere, uh, simply stating, we'll be okay here. And it had everyone sort of scratching their heads and uh, getting really intrigued. And I thought it was crazy. Uh, for a band and f- and for a label of uh, Guillotine and Failure by Design sizes to, uh, to pull that off. But fair fucks to them, because it was amazing, as was their um, uh, EP, which followed the debut EP, Sapphire. If you like your uh, atmospheric uh, alt-rock with pop tendencies, but it's got that little bit of bite to it, um, then uh, go and listen to the Sapphire EP. And also uh, to their single, uh, Weakness, which they brought out last month, uh which uh sort of displayed a slightly heavier side to guillotine we'll be hearing that in a bit as well and uh similarly intense life they just wrapped up a tour uh with a brilliant hardcore band called terrible love and uh i understand they've got some uh more touring plans for the year nothing confirmed as of yet as i understand but definitely a name to keep an eye out for uh in the coming months and uh finally uh we had uh, benedict mcdowell the drummer from the band lightcliff on the podcast now lightcliff uh those boys and i go way back but um it was Uh, really cool to see them round off last year by bringing out their debut EP which is called For A While Uh, they spent a long time building up to it they did lots of touring uh, on the UK DIY scene I was really excited to finally see them at the showcase because every time that they played in Southampton or uh, you know the surrounding areas I I just I, I missed out and I really, once I'd seen them live, I, I realized how much I'd really missed out because it was just a really breathtaking uh, live experience. And they've got such a great um, sense of melody and melodic playing. And um, I'm, I'm not going to say too much because I'm at, uh, you know, I, you should expect to see a full review of the showcase, uh, which I've written for Upset Magazine. You should hope to see that online uh, very, very soon, hopefully, this week. Um, But they are bound to be on the road again soon. Um, In fact, if you are listening to this podcast on the day that it comes out, the 23rd of February, um, I would urge you, uh, if you're in the London area, uh, to get to Thousand Island in London, where they're going to be opening for Free Throw and Dry Jacket. Dry Jacket, that album I've been spinning loads lately. So to see those two names on a bill together and with uh, Free Throw as well um, is... I don't... I'm struggling to say free throw. There we go. I struggled even then. Uh, But to see those three names on a build together is crazy. And uh, I'm so... Uh, so pleased for all the opportunities which will be coming like Cliff's way. Um, we're going to crack on with the podcast. I think I've covered everything there. Um, again, I'm really sorry that I had to cut this podcast short a little bit with the recording, but what we managed to capture and what I managed to edit out of it is uh, is really, uh, really funny and uh, really bizarre. Um, really random at times, but hey, that is just the essence of Bitch and Brew at this point. Uh, we'll dive right into that after we play uh, the first of three tracks that I'm going to play throughout the show. Um, as I mentioned, we won't be playing anything from uh, Weather State or Heavy Hearts on this podcast. Sorry, guys, I know that seems like a bit of a dick move, but um, if you do want to hear their music, and uh, believe me, you want to hear their music, uh, go back to the previous episode, the WWE special, uh, episode number 16, and listen. Listen to Weatherstate's single, Sympathy, and the track No Heaven by Heavy Hearts. Um, but the bands that we are playing on this podcast, we are playing tracks by, are Guillotine, Lightcliff, and I Told You I Would Eat You. And uh, I think we're going to start with Guillotine. Let's go in that order, let's go with Guillotine first This is their uh, new single, it's called Weakness It only dropped last month, uh, premiered on the Radio 1 rock show Hosted by the awesome Daniel P. Carter Um, And uh, as I mentioned earlier, this is a slightly heavier Turn for the band after the Sapphire EP And it's got me very, very intrigued indeed So make sure you stay tuned uh, For the Failure by Design Records Roundtable podcast Straight after this This is Guillotine with Weakness I can't sleep, never broken the record for the, you know most amount of people on any one podcast because the record was five with milk teeth and we shotgun beers so we may have to end the podcast by shotgunning beers that's dope if we have beers we got
1: Holston Pills though.
0: person I bought Connor and Ben of Failure by Design a four pack of Holston Pills but you're going to
1: take them back. I <laughs> take them back. <laughs> <He's>
0: <laughs> Happy but I'm, I'm lending them to you. Pam's <laughs> doing dry it's
2: Jan so he
3: can't
2: do it, can he? He's a... who, who's doing dry Jan?
0: Jan? Oh, yeah, you're doing. Have
3: <laughs> you got Bex Blue back there
2: as well? Got, like, no <laughs> Shotgun of Bex Blue? I don't I'm know if I'm miserable one. enough for that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's going to be a bit rough, <laughs> gonna do yeah, that. That's a, a real low <laughs> point. I <and> just <laughs> mean to go on. Strawpedoing and no alcohol beer.
0: Can you straw pedo cats?
2: Is that possible? You can do anything if you put your mind on. If you believe.
0: Right, I feel like I've lost control of this podcast already, which is a one from start, I suppose. Um, we should really go for introductions because there are some voices you're going to recognise on this podcast from uh, previous guests and people that just refuse to go away. Um, <laughs> um, I'm not actually sat at the head of the table, I'm sat in the middle, but I feel like I should maybe go clockwise. And go round, uh, not in order of sort of like importance of guests, but kind I of s- still in a way. <laughs> <laughs> um, so starting on my left, we have uh, a man who appeared on three episodes ago. Now was it <laughs> something like that? Yeah. It feels like uh. like you're getting non flashbacks <laughs> <laughs> to our albums of 2017 special.
2: Uh, yeah, that was a long one.
0: It was. Yeah. It was recorded over two days. And you could tell the drop-off, like, the, where we had to stop recording one day and start recording the next. You could tell
2: the a moment where the Smirnoff started to really get to yeah. you. I bought him, like, a seventy year Smirnoff Ice thing. <laughs> I was like, you'll have to drink this. <laughs> he was, like, giving me a load of shit. Bros, like, but, yeah, normally bros. we all have, like, a brew, like a coffee, I was like, I don't drink hot drinks. Yeah. And you're doing it in my house, you're drinking you know, fucking Smirnoff yeah. Ice. Yeah.
0: So, Dan, <laughs> I'd rather not think about it. Dan Fisher from Guillotine, how are you doing, sir?
2: I'm very well, thank you. Yeah? How
0: are you? I'm very well, thank you. I'm very well. That's I really right. like the fact that you've started to grow your facial hair again.
2: It looked bad before, didn't it? It looked.
4: Thanks, mate. No.
5: <laughs> 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 Next!
4: <laughs> Can we not all have signature
5: catchphrases to like land us into them? Yeah. Can mine be cowabunga? I've ruined it now, but when it comes around to me, mine's going to be cowabunga. Alright,
0: yeah, alright. What's your catchphrase for the day? Next! <laughs> Moving on, it's an absolute pleasure to welcome Justin from Heavy Hearts to Pitch and Brew for the first time. Yeah, it's. So this is Heavy Heart's first tour. Is it your first time in the UK overall? Uh yeah, we've never been
6: over here at all before. Ever? So yeah, we're having wow. a good time. Yeah, it's really cool, and think.
0: it's the last day of tour tonight. Right? Um,
6: last day of tour out in the UK, and then we have like three days off, and then we're heading out to is it Belgium? Yeah, you're Belgium's the first show. Yeah, awesome, so. awesome. And
0: what's your catchphrase for this
6: podcast going to be? Uh, you want to hack a dart? <laughs> <laughs> oh. that's, we'll this
3: out, that, that's this what thing. That's this thing with Justin, and now. <laughs> My band as well. I've started saying it when going for a cigarette. I yeah. understand a dart is a cigarette. Yeah, hacking it. a
6: dart is a cigarette. Hacking a dirty is a cigarette. There's, there's a lot I could go on. <laughs> I believe
3: hacking is the verb.
6: Yeah. And dart. Ha- is, yes. You know. Yeah. Is the actual. The word. dart is yeah. the noun. Yeah. And uh, hacking would be the verb. Right. Okay. <laughs> and we'll put it in a sentence. Hacking. Yeah. It cheers, yeah. out. You can, can you can
3: you hack a, a beer? beer? I'll try. Just give
0: <laughs> <me a> try. <laughs> Uh, our next uh, guest is, um, is someone that you're actually going to hear on the episode prior to this, with any luck, if we manage to record it before the Royal Rumble. Yeah, uh, that'd be nice. That yeah, would be yeah, very yeah. nice. Uh, <laughs> Callum yeah. Millwood from Weatherstate, how are you doing, sir? I'm alright, mate. It's been a long time since you've been on Bitch and Brew.
1: Have I? have not been on Bitchin'.
0: You haven't, but you're going to be on the WWE oh, yeah. special, which goes out um, before this. Um, and uh, what's your catchphrase for this episode going to be? Uh,
1: uh, I've been signing off all my Instagram posts with, uh, see you in the pit recently, <laughs> see you. I'll, I'll chime in with that every now and. Then. All right. If someone Is doesn't have,
0: like see you a bit. All right. If someone doesn't have the catchphrase, as you were, LG. Yeah. I swear, <laughs> yes. Yes. Great. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll take that. I'll take that. We're slowly getting around the table. So um, uh, I'd also like to welcome Benedict McDowell from Lightcliff yes. to the show. Yes. Who Thanks. I understand the name, does it. not like being called Ben. What, what is it about Ben that you I, just don't like? I don't
3: have a real beef with it. It's just like how many guys do you know called Ben? Mm. And then somebody always, like at work or something, will be like, "Benjamin, would you do this job?" And I'll be like, "That's actually not my name."
0: Yeah, it's ben- Benedict. Benedict.
3: Yeah, I just—I don't know. It's a name I had to grow into,
0: I guess. It's a wonderful name. It's a wonderful name. And what is your catchphrase going to be? Um, shut up and let me talk. Shut <laughs> up. Or <laughs> we'll slamming both arms yeah, down uh, we'll Yeah.
3: Shop and let me talk, Joey.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and uh and again a familiar voice you'll hear on the podcast uh before is Joey from <laughs> I Told You I'd Eat You. Hello. Hey,
5: Cowabunga, I to, baby. I
0: wanted to sit close <laughs> to you. Now we've got each other forever. It's been a long time since you've been on the podcast. It's been it like, a grand total of maybe about seven
5: episodes <laughs> ago. <laughs> it's been over a year since you asked me back and I'm very offended. <laughs> It's just been bad timing. That's why. That's why I haven't listened to your albums of the year. Yet. I'm
2: just <laughs> jealous. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you this now feels very recycled. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the bitch and brews a one trick pony, and it is <laughs> use that one trick completely used up by the end of the 15th episode. I wish I
5: had a whole trick. <laughs> that'd be dope
0: you've got one whole trick one one. no you've trick pony tri- now before before we were recording well, I, I was a little bit worried about having so many people on the podcast because you know so many voices you're not going to know who's talking when but Benedict you were saying that, um, that you can adapt your accent to suit any oh, situation yeah. yeah I mentioned briefly before we started
3: I was convinced the girl I went to university with that was South African for two years I don't know I just sometimes when I have something to drink I think I'm really amusing <laughs> and, uh, I'm just not and uh, I just, one day I met this person at a student gathering, as you do, and I just. Then I was in a funny mood and I just decided to put on a South African accent and convince her that I was a chemistry student when I was like a music student. And she just believed it all for like two years. Your, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Your university social sounded so fun.
3: Yeah, or um, really bad, one of the two. If I managed to convince one person that I was South African for two years, seeing her in the corridors and then she'd be like, oh, hey, this is the South African dudes and I'd be like. Alright. <laughs> uh, that was Australian.
4: <laughs> that wasn't <even> South African. That <laughs> was fully Australian. Wow,
3: mate. That was Australian. Shit. <laughs> well, you know. Uh, well, she did a real maybe movie. I was
0: doing Australian and I do. Yeah, I don't know. We all just
3: blur into one when I'm, I'm a method actor, you see. It just comes <laughs> out. But, uh,
0: how, how did she find out that you weren't actually South African? I think
3: I just gave up one day. I was just like, yeah, just packed it in. How, how, did, she,
0: <laughs> yeah. how did she take that? Was she?
3: Quite well, actually. Yeah, we've remained good friends to this day, so like reasonably well. That's good, that's yeah, good. it's all as well there as well,
0: huh? Yeah, you think you
3: know someone, yeah. and then... I <coughs> betrayed her trust entirely. <laughs> where does she think you're from now?
0: She knows where I'm from now, she knows I'm from Manchester, so... Yeah. Mm. But you also have a range of uh, uh, wonderful Northern accents as well. Oh, of course, yeah. yeah. As we were talking about earlier with Dyke Koch. Oh
3: yeah, I was trying to do a Geordie accent as well, yeah. You are
0: trying to do Geordie. Oh, man, it's just so
3: friendly, isn't it? I
0: remember one time yeah. I met uh, Jamie Lenman. Obviously, wonderful solo artist, formerly of Ruben. And, uh, and I'd never met him before, and he had a really strange uh, accent. And I was like, oh, where does that accent come from? And he, and he said, oh, well, there's a little bit of South African there, a little bit of Jafaken. And I was bacon.
4: like, what the, what
1: the fuck is fake? <laughs> <laughs> like jerk-flavored fake bacon, maybe, or something. Like just an abbreviation of that. I'll tell you what, I was, I was watching the um, old Ruben uh, Studio Diaries recently. Oh, those are so good. They're so funny. But um, he's doing a shit ton of that in, in those Studio Diaries. Oh really? He's just dropping into like reggae dub stuff and all these accents. And stuff. It's like him in our one time, <laughs> bum, bum, bum. and it's just fucking so funny to watch. It's <laughs> so, so fake. But, but like, yeah.
0: The first time I ever heard of Ruben was they did a feature in Kerrang! magazine where Jamie had his face covered in uh, gaffer tape
1: and then some banana, just a bunch of bananas on his head. <laughs> he and went, that was their yeah, photo shoot. He went through a face of like taping his face up. Yeah, the time. For As fun. You and drawing on his face.
0: And stuff did he like. look like mankind? Uh,
1: yeah, he did yeah, not, not far off, really. <laughs> not, I noticed he had the um, last like few years ago, he had that bowler hat on the back of his head. It was just a massive Maximo Park fan. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> 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 there has
4: to
0: be one somewhere. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah, right>. like, <laughs> right, there has to be one Hooper Stank somewhere. Hi, Dan. The biggest I don't believe biggest biggest that I'm the only person
3: at this table. <laughs> we drove into Brighton <laughs> yesterday. And, we drove into Brighton yesterday and Davis, Heavy Hearts the drummer, yeah.
0: just like put it on. What put on the reason?
6: Yeah.
3: <laughs> of course it's the, of oh, course oh, it's the reason. That is Hoover State. That's what And no one said anything bad about it. Yeah. Yeah. We all just sat there and were like, yeah, this is fine. So like, appropriate."
6: American or Canadian? think they're American. Right. I don't actually know. I'm ignorant. I'm ignorant to that. Not, so. I so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't wanna I don't, I don't want any part of that, so they're they're from the States.
0: <laughs> I suppose we should also mention the fact that Joey does a wonderful Morrissey impression
5: while we're on the subject of I accents. Do. I don't do a wonderful Morrissey impression. You I do. just do <laughs> <laughs> Is
0: that a little bit of subliminal, subliminal messaging in there? Do yeah, one. Yeah, do one yeah. yeah, I'm not doing my Morrissey impression.
5: <laughs> well, it came from like a joke that me and Ollie used to do when we were drunk like trying to get home, where we just narrate the most boring details of our lives as if it was a Smiths song. I'd be like... Oh, it's going on the tube, left on my oyster guard at home. Maybe the barriers will be open. It's five minutes till the train goes, but five minutes home as well. That's a ball eh? just doing that for
4: reasons. <laughs> Uh, is
5: always it?
3: to this charming man was it? Do you <laughs> you like to like like it gee like, you know a light I To be fair,
5: like, I would do it to other songs but you always just end up with the same like yeah. well, all intervals, like... Da 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 da
0: da and <laughs> your bicycle but not on a train when it's a peak time because
1: <laughs> it's not allowed You'll be fine for that <laughs> Trust me, I've seen it
0: happen <laughs> Has anyone else got any really good impressions that they'd like to bring to the table? No.
6: No,
2: i sort of, of jokes, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I never laugh. How long into dry
3: January are we?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Dad's
3: just counting the seconds. <laughs> <laughs> it's so going to be j- a wet <laughs> February.
4: I've
0: more and more
2: hungover every day. <laughs>
0: I, I swear, Dry January is made to make you feel sort of a little bit more revitalised. Is anyone else here doing Dry January at the moment? Not Oscar. Yes. In,
3: Oscar in our who's in the distance oh, over there, he's doing yeah. it. Yeah, he's, he's killing it. He's Happy Go Lucky. He's like. So That's
5: i I Sean I'm from our in. bands to enjoy <laughs> yeah. I, I it. I think, anyway.
2: It.
5: it was something about, I remember Sean being like, you can knock a drink out of my hand if you see me drinking one in January. I don't know if that was a challenge or a try January thing, but either way, I'd get a second yeah. I'll send layer
3: of karate
5: it. I mean, whether or not it was Sean, I'll be knocking drinks out of their hand. We've <laughs> had <laughs> <on. laughs> we a show the other day where I, in a fit of peak, knocked Dolly's hat off. And forgot where I was because I was cackling to myself at how hilarious I was to mid-set, mid-song knock Ollie's hat off. Oh. Just killed the vibe of the whole show, really. <laughs> Wally <he> couldn't play the <laughs> baseball because he was fumbling for his hat. I thought I was a genius. It killed the whole vibe. <laughs>
0: Right, we're going to take a quick pause from the Roundtable podcast there uh, to give you a little bit of a break from the uh, from the chaos uh, and uh, to play another track from the Failure by Design Records roster. Uh, before I do so, if you like what you're hearing, uh, then why not subscribe? We go out on Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud and Acast. I have now set up uh, a handy little website where you can subscribe to all of those uh, at the click of a button. So, as opposed to giving you three three individual links in the description to this podcast. You can just go to smarturl.it it forward slash bitch and brew. Uh, I will leave the link in the description again, but go to uh, go to subscribe on either one of those three platforms, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud or ACAST. And um, that uh, if you are happy to be listening on Apple Podcasts, then of course leave a review because reviews really go a long way for the independent uh, podcasts such as Bitchin' Brew, uh, the positive reviews at least. If you want to leave a negative review, hey, that's cool, you're entitled to your opinion, but uh, if you do have something nice to say about Bitchin' Brew, then it would be awesome to see that. Uh, we're going to get right back into the Failure by Design Records uh, podcast in a minute, uh, right after we play uh the lead single from Lightcliff's debut EP for a while this is called uh staring at your bedroom floor and it's just testament uh to the uh brilliant melodies that this band can uh, conjure up if you will uh it's uh you know it, they've come a long way from their debut singles in fact uh, something we didn't discuss on the podcast I actually premiered the first ever Lightcliffe track on the uh, blog which used to host Bitch and Brew Uh, Randon's Reviews uh, RIP And so it's really cool to see how far the band Have come, uh, from their early days Not that they weren't awesome from the start But now they're really Really, really awesome And you're gonna find that out now Uh, with this song It's called Staring at Your Bedroom Floor This is Lightcliff. <laughs>
5: Is, is that the worst show that I told Charlie you've ever played? Oh no, because they were actually, like, people there. <laughs> oh, yeah. That was when we played with Cryoway, um like, a month or so ago, and that was a really nice show. Probably the worst show we played, is so we played a show in Camden, caught can't remember the name of the venue, it closed down, like, not long after. Where, A, that was... <laughs> that's like, that's, that's, that's it's good that's to stop that's yeah. yeah. Um, and, like, A, it was like no one there and people sort of walked out during but B also Josh's amp broke part like maybe two songs in so it was just me and Sean just like chatting to the crowd and cool. we cool like it was a spoken like, word set I mean yeah but like <laughs> that implies that there was some artistic merit <laughs> whereas it was literally just us being like oh you guys like music we for like literally let's, about fifteen let's, minutes, let's, and let's then give we it played all the bands. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> okay. I don't think <laughs> that you showed enough love last time. Will be better than this. Um, let's give it up for the promoter. The promoter's done a really good job. Guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's give it up for the promoter's cousin. Heard uh, she's going through a tough time. So everybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, what?
0: What's the worst show uh, that like has have ever played? Oh man. I
3: don't know actually. It seemed like I'd, we had a show on in Southampton the other day with Heavy Hearts, and it just seemed like the the, the gods of whatever wanted us to <laughs> not play that show. Like Oscar's <laughs> guitar just like broke, and then he, he got his backup guitar out, and then the lead to his pedal board started melting because there was a light on the floor that was like melting like the, the guitar lead. So where was that? What uh Where was shooting, the star. shooting Star? Yeah, it was. It wasn't a bad show. It's just I guess it just felt like it, everything was working against you sometimes. Yes. Yeah. Everybody has those shows, but. Luckily, I don't think we've been we've been quite lucky. We've all we've all been in so many bands. that I guess like all those moments have already happened way before our whatever this career path that we're on mm. now. This band, so like
5: I don't think it's anything. Maybe it's tonight. It maybe maybe it's yet time. to come. It could be tonight. You know, it may be. Let's come. try. <laughs> Is there anything you really don't want me to do while you're playing? I'll like, just try and do like a checklist, and we can all
4: do it. Last
3: yeah, like, you, can, you can do whatever, man. Whatever you. You do you, Joey. Shout, so, shout,
4: uh, Calabunga,
0: yeah.
5: <laughs> baby. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> okay, yeah. Cannon, Cannon, cool. what about you? What about weather state? Have, um, had need life, catastrophic I've, shows. Yeah, we did a really bad one two years ago. With um, we played a one-off with Knowles uh, in Bournemouth, and um, uh, we that day. Harry and Joe ended up working really late and it, we were like trying to get in touch with the promoter going we're not going to make it for Doors um, and then they were like oh that's fine um, we're we'll trying to get in touch with you because can we borrow your guitar cab and we were just travelling in this little uh, like fucking tiny polo we were like how are we going to get our guitar cab yeah. anyway we did manage to get there we got there after the Doors because we were supplying the only guitar cab we were the ones sound checking as people were coming into the, the, the building and it sounded shit, the sound guy wasn't even there, so the like, bar manager did the sound for us whilst, and people were walking in like, oh my god. And we were just trying to use the like, shoddy backline that was supply. And then we played the set, we did, um, uh, what was it, first couple of songs, the bass just dies, like just, fades out. And we're just there like, why is there no bass? And then a couple of songs later, I break a guitar string, which is like the A string, which is like the hardest one to get around, I think, when you're playing guitar. Uh, and then Toby smacks the snare drum through, same song, and then at the end of the set I just had enough I just threw my guitar over my shoulder and then there, we- was, n- there was no one there by the way So obviously it was completely not worth it and then as I was packing down I went to pick up my guitar realised I snapped my neck off the guitar oh. So. Oh, And I was like that was the worst 25 minutes of my fucking <laughs> so When you were throwing
0: bad. the guitar over your shoulder were you trying to do like that Have you ever seen that video where the guy tries to do the the guitar uh, swing and it goes about 20 feet in the air? I've taken
1: it (laughs) off at this point and I just went, like, just flung it. Just as you do. Just like, pissed off. I don't need this guitar anymore. (laughs) But it's just like, from front to back, it was the worst set we ever done. But um, it was just more fr- made more frustrating by the fact we had to squire back by to party Sorry to stuff. interrupt. Oh, here we go. Uh, Can ben. you all please put how? The, the on? Do, do you video.
5: have
4: one that says, I hate FBD I on it? Okay. No,
0: <laughs> so, so we're having a slight intermission because the show has been... Hijacked. Hijacked <laughs> by <laughs> Connor and Ben from Failure by Design Records. Oh, Hi guys.
1: Hello. I think you're doing it wrong. And,
0: yeah. and they've surprised <laughs> us. i <with> have <laughs> never had a birthday party. <laughs> really. uh, well, we're surprised. It's your secret birthday party. <laughs> <laughs> this entire
5: label a fabrication leading up to now. This is that's your right. You're all <laughs>
2: And some people have just shown up whose actual birthday it is, so... Yeah. Oh boy, bring him like, over! It's
1: like a so double bell! <laughs> <laughs> bring yeah. him over! It's a several times wedding. Are
2: they
5: four as well? Four. Yeah. I think they're slightly older than four. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've got
1: just, a mate coming to find birthday drinks
5: to have here on the same day to separately as well. It's literally a party. This is a literal party. We're talking balloons. We're talking party hats. We're talking, I got a pack of Skittles. It's a party! My birthday in four days as well. Is it? This is basically my birthday. It's not about going you. To be? I'm going to be 23 years old. <laughs> How exciting! You're, You've been you good get this year. I've, heart been heart. I've been, I've been, been terrible. Been so bad. <laughs> <laughs> what Do you think you're going to get probably arrested? <laughs> oh, <Jesus>. <laughs> no. <laughs> So, um, Ben,
0: welcome to Bitchin' Brew for the first time. Oh, thanks a lot. And Connor, uh, I would say welcome back for... Well, I don't mean yeah. it, because I, I
1: despise you massively. Why do, why do these guys get to avoid this torture? Wow. Well, well, I'll wear it. Oh yeah, sure, yeah, sorry. So, uh, do, you, do you
0: have any questions for your artists while you are on the podcast? Um, no,
2: I feel like they'd lie and tell us what we want to hear. Well, oh, I no I oh, won't. Dad, <laughs> oh, you think I'd way. do that? <laughs> I guess,
1: I guess uh, you are quartered today. Yeah. Nah. yeah? Yeah. Yeah, there I you go. <laughs> pretty good, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. um, you know, you've got any holidays coming up? No, mate. No, no, no. Do you guys have a nice, you know, new year? No. no. I just sorry no. like to say, Dan looks the most happy. It <laughs> <laughs> doesn't really translate in an audio. Yeah, you can't think <laughs> joke. For the listeners at home, Dan's pulling a very forlorn face with the party album. It's a great joke. <laughs> it
0: <in>. It's <laughs> impossible to feel unhappy. We were, we were talking about worse shows before you were being interrupted. Oh, great. And oh. I was about to ask Justin about what the worst Heavy Hearts show was, so... Oh, was probably... do
1: do tell. I'm taking no, I'm intrigued.
6: <laughs> I'm intrigued. We... Did a tour through the states last summer, and we stopped in Pennsylvania. And we like walked through this one room, and it was really sweet. And we're like, "Oh, this venue's awesome." And then we kept going to where we were actually playing. And it was just like this really rundown room in the back. The sound engineer was like, looked like they were 12 years old, so that was shit. And then we started playing, and like. In between bands, this person was like playing a flute and like it was really it was just fucking Did you weird. tell
0: with Jeff Roton? No, no,
6: so they were just like sitting there, like just playing the flute, and then like while the bands were playing in between songs, they would like talk shit about the band and, like, where like what's going on right now? This is like this is so weird. And there's just nobody there, and then like as we were loading back into the van, there was someone else that kept coming back for like money and we said no, and then they just decided we were pals and they were gonna hang out with the van now. And, like just go away like, you know what I don't want anything to do with you so that one was cool but you know there's been a lot of bad shows but that one uh, sticks out for some reason
5: you take a with a bad I guess oh man yeah I, I had
0: a similar situation. I've not been in bands for a long time but um, we'll get round to you in a minute Dan don't worry all of my shows have been great thanks
4: for asking <laughs> I've never, never had a bad show. show This was sick
0: uh, I, we're, we're, when I was in a band, we had a show... Excuse me, enjoy the rest of the uh, chat. Before uh, b- 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 you go, know, could I ask, you're obviously not in a band at the moment, but I'll ask you a question anyway. What's the worst weather state show you've ever been to?
4: Oh, jeez.
0: <laughs> it was so lovely having you on Bitchin' Booth. Yeah, sorry right I here. don't have an
6: answer to your question. Um, I've, I've enjoyed every weather state show. Thanks I having managed to make the bad ones good ones. That's it's, a lie. It's
1: amazing. It's they pull it out of nowhere. That's a huge lie. <laughs> <cool. laughs> Alright, yeah. Enjoy the rest All of it. Right. Anyway, see you anyway. a bit. Bye <laughs> so, now, was that, man. So, you're
0: not dodging it. What's the worst guillotine uh, show you've ever played? Uh,
2: we haven't played that many shows, I guess. Like we had a quiet this year. Yeah. So, Like before that, we've been in other bands that played the worst shows ever. But the only one that's really been like noticeably bad was very similar to Callum's, where I snapped my guitar head off. Oh, really? Yeah, I Doing. I even remember what like, I kind of like turned around and hit one of our light boxes. Oh. And we always had like a running joke. About, like Karen our singer guitarist, he like snaps strings like every practice, and I like have never snapped a string live.
5: But, uh, <laughs> save it. Try and
2: save chill. it, yeah. Save the audio. But yeah, like I went from like having never snapped the string, like it, like all the guitars down at the end, walked off stage, all like moody, oh, and, like man. teenage
4: acts.
2: Yeah. Like fucking horrible. <laughs> Walk back on though, I just remember to see my guitar and dude, so excited. I was like, cow, I've broken two fucking strings. Yeah. This is sick. <laughs> up, like, and my
0: headstock's missing! Like,
2: yeah. <laughs> Brand new Fender Jag! It oh, was like man. the first day of 234 Fest, my ride home was until after the fucking second day, and I just sat out on the streets fucking
1: street drinking, with of, not have
2: FBD to fucking try not to cry. A, <laughs> just
1: like, you like snapped a, off a jack, because they're, like, they're way harder to snap the <laughs> yeah, Fender. Dude, I was, I, yeah. Mine was a Les Paul, which is pissy oh. to right? They're so easy yeah. to break. Yeah, but, yeah
2: I, I, I really tried. Well, we used really? to, i throw it around a lot, and okay. I just like, been able to get it fixed. Oh, but it's okay. like, snap like right through, and, like, oh, lens, and head's
1: good. it's like, ugh. Oh, be a hard one mate you can I think I should buy a
2: new neck or
1: something this is boring yeah sorry boring guitar
0: talk no it's cool Um, I think the worst show that I ever played when I was in a band uh, was at a, a youth centre in uh, the south of England. It's always a good start, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> Playing a gig. Yeah. We never
1: really broke out
0: <laughs> of there's, that's, there's that's the youth centre. There's the scene, most vibrant part of that scene. Yeah, exactly.
1: There's, like, a, there's a toilet circuit, the sewer circuit, and then the youth club circuit. Yeah. yeah.
0: Like you know you've made it when you get the opening slot on one sewer circuit gig in Brighton <laughs> when you're in the south of England youth yeah. centre. Uh, metalcore circuit, but no, we played. We played a show at this year. we were meant to be headlining it. Uh, we had to set up everything, backline kit, the lot, while the bands before us were playing, and it was an like an all-girl acoustic folk thing, and we were going on afterwards as like a shit metalcore band, <laughs> and we had to set up drums and amps yeah. while they were playing as quietly as possible. Um, we managed to blow the sound sound checking.
4: Really?
0: <laughs> yeah, we managed to managed to blow that up while sound checking because it had a. Uh, I'm not a techie, but it had a sort of uh, a noise monitor. And oh, well, like a, it, oh, and it a venue the power. sound yeah. monitor. Yeah, yeah it, like, they're cut they're the power from, And something. we were like playing a half as loud yeah. during sound check. <laughs> um, so we just got really, really drunk and uh, played this like, half-empty youth centre, which mainly, uh, you know, the audience mainly comprised the grandmothers of the young bands that have played before us. You know, them so pleased to see their grandson on stage. And then my singer just walks out and we're playing a new song for the first time. And he just went, oh, this, this song's called See You Next Thursday, oh. uh, if, you, if you can't figure it out. It means <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh,
0: <boy. laughs> That's the most, you've said the metalcore sentence ever. Yeah, yeah. It, it was it was true metalcore. i swear swearing, oh. mum. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he proceeded to jump off the stage and he landed both of his legs on like a 13 year old kid's shoulders and just slammed him to the ground. It was like it was like Rey Mysterio just like oh, really? <laughs> shoulders down, cover. I <laughs> Rana from the stage, yeah, fucking hell. Right, we're all here for a specific <laughs> reason, <laughs> and, and we'll get round to actually talking about it, hopefully now, it's cool. uh, is the fact that we are celebrating Fabio by Design Record's fourth birthday at this little showcase here in London, we're at the Shacklewell Arms. Um, I mean, how, how does it feel to be a part of the of the FBD roster, um, you know, at, at a time where it's really starting to make a name for itself in the uh, in the UK scene, and internationally as well,
6: Justin? Um, it's been really cool, we met we were we've been talking to Connor over like Facebook and stuff like that. And then like we first met them like when we got off the plane, Ben and Connor came and picked us up and it was like immediately it was like we just knew each other and had known each other for a really long time. And then we just got drunk together for the first few days, so that was like a good icebreaker. So yeah. that was good. <laughs> like, it's just really easy to talk to. If you ever need help with anything, it's good. And like, you know, they're yeah. the reason that we're out here right now with Lightcliff. So it's been great so far. What, what's the sort of thing that you look
0: for? Like, because um, obviously it must be very hard when you're working like, you know, an ocean, literally yeah. an ocean apart from uh, the um, people putting out your records on the other sides of the world. So yeah. uh, um, how, how did you sort of adjust to that?
6: Um, it's cool, like despite like how far apart we are both Van and Connor play like a really active role like with the band like they're really involved like they want to like know what's going on with us and just like they always check in to see like how we're doing and stuff. So that's really cool and like even like because we're on a label from Toronto as well so they like kind of like sync up together. And yeah, it's just been great. It's like you know, they all they like just like knowing what's going on, and they actually like it seems like they care about us and yeah. music and stuff like that. And that's all you can really ask for is like a label that gives a shit about what you're doing.
0: So. <laughs> I I understand that you uh, that you had your first ever weather the other day.
6: Yeah. Or oh you, man. we talk about that? Did you use the app? No. Uh, oh. Really?
2: To <laughs> we
3: showed in the app, but yeah. we we're just sort of like it was disgraceful enough taking them to a weather sp- <laughs> yeah. oh, shit. I mean, don't get me wrong. Weatherspoons is like a staple in every young person. It's like part of British yeah. culture, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I think it was just we just took them, and I guess it just felt already like this is what you do to bands when you go on tour, especially a band that's never been to this country before. So you're yeah. like. Oh, you guys were weather weather seeing in
6: Brighton yesterday as well, right? Yeah. What kind yes. things did you do? Uh, we went down to the pier. That was really nice. Yes, we had fish and chips because we hadn't done that yet and I was told that was just something we had to do out did here. Did you get
2: mushy
6: peaks? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Man, okay. <laughs> Since we've been out here, um, Ben introduced me to the chip buddy and uh, it's yeah. simple as hell, but it's like yeah. one of those things that like you don't know it's that like- It's Oh meals. man. It's like you don't know you've been waiting for something your whole life <laughs> and then it just falls into your lap. You're like, this yep. is what I've been waiting for my whole life. <laughs> it's it's a different
2: any other condiment as well. Oh, I just you, had it
6: dry, dude. we <laughs> like,
2: will oh,
3: get
0: one tonight man. later, don't worry.
6: Oh, yes please. Absolutely. So good.
0: No, seriously, how, how does it feel for um, other people as well to be part of the FBD roster at this time? It's
1: been, well, it's like four years now, obviously, of FBD, and I feel like, I think what attracted us then was just the fact they had... Um, just like always like their pulse on like really new bands in particular in the uk yeah and i think they've been very lucky with like kind of the now i guess the roster now with like i think it's probably the strong well, it's the strongest they oh, okay. been now absolutely and, um, and I, it's just really interesting to see the, the label expand mm-hmm. to this point now and especially like their what's it Fox and Law's their first international artist, that's a yeah. ton.
0: Yeah.
1: And then like heavy hearts now involved and it's cool to see him almost start going global as well. So it's Absolutely. Pretty, it's very cool to see him develop and stuff. Yeah, I don't think as many men, don't think as many UK labels can be that fortunate. No. So Especially on that smaller scale as well, like, you I, know. I,
0: I mean, mean what, what do you look for in terms of like a band label relationship when it's such a sort of uh, an independent label you like what, what do you kind of look for in your record label in terms of what do you want them to do for you, what do they want
5: you to do for them, yeah. what, what sort of relationship do you, yeah. do you kind of garner out of being part of every day? For me it was always just that we could like talk to them and that they got it and they weren't gonna get like, like, they, they never like say like change that song right, or anything like that, they're like completely like hands off, like they let us do our own thing creatively and like, yeah it's just like, it's more like just having like a really good mate who knows a couple of things you don't know, mm. and you can just be like, hey, what? how the fuck do I do this thing, yeah. and even if they don't know, they'll be like, oh, i and it's like, very like, I oh don't know, it's just like, for, for me, it's just people I can trust who know something yeah. I don't
4: know, Yeah, and that's fair enough.
0: So there we go, another bitching brew uh, has come to an end, we've drained the mug, and uh, I had such an awesome time recording this podcast, so you know laughing aloud uh while editing this podcast back and i hope it made you laugh too and i hope it will make you go and uh, check out some of the bands on the Failure by Design records roster of course they're not the only bands that Failure by Design are working with for all the details make sure you go to Failure by Design's uh, uh, store so you can uh, go and pick up some uh, sweet vinyl or tapes or CDs uh, most of the bands uh, that are, um, are currently signed to the label uh, do have stuff available uh, on their store um, so if you go to Failure uh, by design um and they have the store link there to their limited run store. Uh, some really uh, good, uh, affordable vinyl from the likes of Lightcliff. Uh, sorry, um, Lightcliff have a tape out for the For A While EP. They're not on vinyl, but uh, the Heavy Hearts EP is on vinyl. The Guillotine EP uh, is on vinyl. Uh, the Weather State EP, Dumbstruck, is on uh, vinyl too. And the I Told You I'd Eat You uh, EPs and, uh, loads of other artists as well. Uh, they've got acid tongue, um, who you may remember was on a few episodes of the podcast ago and, uh, some of their older artists as well, losing sleep, um, a tiptoe and, uh, believe it or not, they were the, uh, first label to ever sign Boston Manor and look how far they've come now. I wanted to mention that at the beginning of the podcast, but I just kind of, uh, forgot in, in while battling this, uh, horrible man flu. So, um, yeah, I don't think the actual, um, ep or seven inch that they put out by boston manor is actually widely available anymore it's super rare but hey that's really cool for uh you know a small label like uh, failure by design records to be able to say that that their you know their first release or one of their early releases at least is now a really really desired thing amongst the uk punk crowd so shout out failure by design records i'm just blathering now but i just i cannot say enough things about uh what that label do and uh, i've uh Got undying love for Connor and Ben and uh, how hard they work uh, to bring so many uh, great bands to the forefront of the scene. So make sure you go and support Failure by Design Records. It's failurebydesignrecords.co.uk and uh, go and check them out on Facebook and Twitter as well. Um, I'll leave links in the description. Uh, this has been another awesome episode of Bitch and Brew Podcast. Uh, join me uh, next week. I know, I know, right? I don't think we've ever put out uh, two podcasts in two consecutive weeks, maybe with the exception of the albums of 2017 special, but uh, I just recorded a fantastic podcast uh, with Lucinda Livingstone, who is uh, one half of the band Kamikaze Girls. And is the co founder of the Lady Fuzz Collective as well. Uh, more info about that as it comes on uh, the Facebook page for Bitch and Brew. It's facebook.com forward slash brewcast, Go and follow me on Twitter as well, uh, which is at Bitch and Brewcast. And it's the same for Instagram as well, Bitch and Brewcast. Uh, if you are in a uh, band and uh, you want to premiere your track on Bitch and Brew, uh, then I'm open to suggestions. Send me your. Uh, unreleased tracks, and uh, I'll be more than happy to listen. I'm, op- I'm open to pretty much all genres. Uh, drop me an email is probably the best way to get in touch. It's b.dot.brewcast at gmail.com. I've loved working with some of the bands where I've been able to premiere their songs before. Um, so get in touch and let's chat and let's uh, let's work something out together so like I said next week uh, Bitch and brew episode number 18 now uh, with Lucinda Livingstone from uh, Kamikaze Girls and the Lady Fuzz Collective so make sure you're subscribed on Apple Podcasts SoundCloud and Acast to hear that first and uh, before I go I'll uh, I'll, uh, play you out with a track from uh, the brilliant I Told You I Would Eat You this is the second single that they put out uh, in 2017 and just a sign of brilliant things to come from this band i i went i went ham when they played this live at the uh, at the fbd showcase I, I went really nuts for it um so i hope you enjoy it this song is called mourn and it's by i told you rd my name has been danny brandon and you've been listening to bitch and brew peace